Women Taking the Lead, bonus episode number 16. Commitment is what ends that dramatic internal struggle and decision-making. When you are committed, you don't question it. You don't resist it. You throw yourself into it full force. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Welcome everyone to this 16th bonus episode for Women Taking the Lead. In the last bonus episode, I talked about how it's so important to have a picture in your mind of what success is going to look like and a sense of how you're going to feel when you get there. I also did a guided exercise to help you with that. So if you have not listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to the bonus episode, A Future You'll Be Excited About. I'm talking to you now about commitment, but it's really important you have something worth committing to. So go back to that episode if nothing big comes to mind. When you have that really important something, come back to this episode as I guide you to the next step. At the beginning stages of forming what success will look and feel like, you have the thought, but no action or very little action to back it up. If in the past you stayed in this phase, you probably noticed that you were just wishing and wishing, and then you noticed all the time going by with no wish granted. Every now and again, you may take tentative steps toward this dream. You try something new, you maybe buy a lottery ticket, or you try to form a new habit that will get you better results. If it doesn't pan out, though, you go back to wishing. And if you want to achieve that success you imagine, it will require changes, changes you must commit to. I love this quote by John F. Kennedy. Frank O'Connor, the Irish writer, tells in one of his books how, as a boy, he and his friends would make their way across the countryside, and then when they came to an orchard wall that seemed too high and too doubtful to try, or too difficult to permit their voyage to continue, they took off their hats and tossed them over the wall, and then they had no choice but to follow them. Change is difficult only when you haven't committed to it. Making changes you don't really want to make is exhausting, stressful, and defeating. The reality is the only thing making it hard is your lack of commitment. Commitment is what ends that dramatic internal struggle and decision-making. When you are committed, you don't question it. You don't resist it. You throw yourself into it full force. You may acknowledge the difficulties, but they don't stop you. Instead, you're much more aware of the benefits that are beginning to show up because you're looking for them. And for me, for the first 30 years of my life, I wanted to be physically fit. I envied the girls who could eat what they wanted and still look great in a bikini every summer. I was not designed that way and knew that I had to take a different path, but I resented it. Physical fitness was going to require a lot more than I was willing to give. So I'd go through stages of working out semi-regularly, watching what I ate, and then I would go on strike. I would eat what I wanted and would not work out. The consequences to my body were self-evident and damaging. 
Around the age of 30, I began doing semi-private training with a group of friends. I was about 40 pounds overweight, having bounced back from 60 pounds over, and had only recently started to run on a treadmill a couple of, t- a couple of minutes at a time. I was committed to this group, but more important, I was committed to myself. I told myself that at 30, it was now or never. I would never have a better opportunity to do it again. I signed up for local 5K races, then a 10K, and in October of the next year, I completed a half marathon. Within a month of completing the half marathon, I decided I was going to run the full marathon the next year. There was no question in my mind that race was going to happen. And as the holidays arrived, I made some changes. I cut out sugar, white flour, processed foods, fast foods, and yes, alcohol. At this point, I was still 15 pounds above the weight at which I wanted to start my official training in April. And was it hard? It was a challenge at times, but it was a lot easier than I expected it to be. I didn't eat those foods anymore, period. It wasn't up for discussion, so I didn't waffle over any decisions that needed to be made. And I think that's sometimes where a lot of our struggle comes from. We get torn when we're faced with a decision. But when you're committed, there's no decision to be made. You already know the answer. If I was offered something I couldn't eat, I would say no thank you. And if a dish I wanted on a menu had an ingredient I couldn't eat, I would order the dish without it. I trained through the summer, and this included vacations, holidays, birthday parties, random barbecues, and all the good things that go with summer. And did I cheat? No, I didn't. I had a plan. I supported myself. I brought food that I could eat, or I made, I chose things that were part of my plan. Nothing was more important than being at my best. And it wasn't just about the marathon that was months off. It was about being at my best for every workout or run. And was I resentful? No, I wasn't. It didn't feel like I was suffering or doing anything hard. In fact, there were benefits. As the pounds dropped away and my body got tighter and stronger, I had my progress to comfort me. Every other week, I did a longer distance run and felt the victory each and every time. And every time I put on my smaller size clothes, it felt like a pat on the back and a high five. And I had a network of people who became inspired by my goal. They saw how committed I was. They appreciated and admired my steadfast resolve, even if at first they didn't understand it and would question it. They came to support my diet my lifestyle, and offered to do training runs with me so I would have companionship along the way. If my level of commitment had been any less, this support system would not have been the same. The actions I took were in alignment with my commitment. They could see it and they wanted to be a part of it. And as a result, at the age of 30, I became a runner. And at the age of 31, I ran a marathon. Without my commitment to that goal and to me, most importantly to me, that would never have happened. Commitment is a game changer. The moment you commit to an authentic action and follow through without knowing what the outcome will be is the moment doors will start to open. Until you commit and take decisive action, you're on the sidelines and nobody knows what you need. They don't know how to contribute to you. There is boldness and surety that comes with commitment, and it is that boldness 
and surety that inspires others to support, if not join you, on your path. Many of my clients first started working with me because they wanted to commit, but they needed that support system, accountability, and a partner who understood the journey they were on. If that sounds like you, I urge you to reach out to me so we can chat. It may be that working with me might be the perfect thing for you, or it may be that I can give you a few perspectives that can get you started on the right path. Email me at jody at womentakingthelead.com and let's get the conversation started. And lastly, I want to leave you with a quote by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth that ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and here's to your success. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.